0: Hello! Happy Tuesday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. Oh, you better now! Oh, you're off... Yeah, I'm, I'm better. I'm better. Of course I am. Well, I'm not 100. We don't care. OK, fine. Now we begin with some bleak news for Arsenal fans who, of course, have been told that Mikel Arteta is going to be the first managerial casualty of the season. Ghosting, we're only one game in. Yep, I know we are. It's getting a bit silly, isn't it, already? We'll hear from Adrian Durham, who thinks the job has come too soon for the Spaniard, Danny Murphy and Andy Townsend. But first, it's a bit of a rant from Jamie O'Hara. He's
2: not good enough. The manager's got to go. I'm sorry, but he's going to be the first manager to get the sack, I promise you, because they are not playing for this manager. You can see it. They are all over the place. They were a disgrace, Arsenal. I watched the game. It was pathetic.
1: Brentford 2, Arsenal 0. The bees are buzzing, and they sting Arsenal and win their first ever Premier League game.
2: They were weak. They were getting bullied. You know, Brentford were all over them. They were hungrier. They were more desire, more determination. The players are looking around. They're looking at the manager to make decisions. He don't know what he's doing they're trying to play this certain style of football it ain't working they're not good enough there was two players in that arsenal team that deserved to wear an arsenal shirt and that was kieran tierney and smith rowe the rest of them do not deserve to be wearing an arsenal shirt they are miles off it no desire no leaders I've never seen an Arsenal team with such lack of leadership qualities. It was embarrassing.
0: Bukeo Saka's had a big summer, had an emotional summer too. So there's been a lot of learning for that young man. Arguably Arsenal's best player last season, I think he was. Yeah, he was. Their best player last season. Saka from
1: a tight angle gives England
0: the lead. Get him in there for Mm. the first game. Get him back out on the field. Because there's no better place to go and eradicate any lingering... Thoughts of the summer that you've still got. Get him out on that field and let him go and strut his stuff. Go and play with Smith Rowe. Go and go and take him on. Go and show us what you're all about, son. He's got an experienced, big, defensive English lad called Rob olden who was there to utilise, and he didn't play him, knowing their power and their paces up front. He also played Chambers, right back, who isn't the quickest. So he's got Bella in, who's electric and ex- super experienced international footballer. Who may not want to be there, so that's fine. He's also signed Cedric. Now Cedric's experienced player again, international fullback. He's playing the Chambers who struggled. Has
1: he been in that Man City bubble where everything's so comfortable? where the football's so good because the players are the best. You're not having to work with players who need coaching way more than any others you've ever worked with. Was the job just too big for him? If he'd gone to his old club Rangers or even Everton, Mikel Arteta, would that have been, maybe not Everton, but if I he'd gone to Rangers, would
2: that have been a better move? I from? mean, Edu, how he's still in a job. The recruitment over the last 10 years is absolutely shambolic at Arsenal. Right, They're one can... of the
1: biggest clubs in the world. For all the times they've gone into the transfer market, they haven't really gone in with any great success and, and they've got so many different chiefs. I mean, they've got a head of contracts, they've got a head of recruitment. I mean, God knows how a chance ever gets done at Arsenal because it would seem yep. to, as if it needs to be signed off by about eight
0: people. Yeah. Over now to Adrian Durham and Andy Olsen's Drive Time, discussing Man City manager Pep Guardiola. But first, here's John the Spurs fan claiming Pep and Arteta are both tactically inept. Man City would have the Champions League by now if they'd kept Mancini.
1: We saw what he did at the European Championships. Italy went it 3 2 on penalties and a European champion. You were talking about Arsenal
0: before and Arteta as a manager and we're talking about Pep now, and I think they're both a bit tactically inept. Pep plays beautiful football, but he is saved because of individual brilliance by the best squad in the world. And I love watching them
2: play. But you don't get knocked out of the semi finals of the Champion Leagues by
1: Pochi Spurs. Do you know what I mean he loses big games to managers that outmanage him, like Tuchel, Mourinho? When you think about it, a Champions League final yes, where he hasn't scored. A Community yeah. Shield didn't score. Yesterday, didn't score. They're not scoring goals, and that's what Man City are meant to be all about. In the end, it's like, well, God, I've got to bring on Kevin De Bruyne. And the tactic is now, give it to Kevin De Bruyne, it'll make something happen. So it all seems a little bit too basic. I think perhaps a bit of a myth with the the money he's had in every single league. is has been a flat-track bully. If you
0: put Pep at Arsenal, they would be doing no better now than they are with
1: Arteta. The transfer policy is, oh, let's go and get Grealish. Oh, let's go and get Kane. What kind of coaching is going on there? I'm, I'm becoming more and more sceptical
0: of Pep. He's been brilliant. It's a, it's a bit like Arsene Wenger. He used to be brilliant. Is he really anymore? So will Harry Kane solve all of Pep Guardiola's problems? And is the England skipper in danger of tarnishing his Spurs legacy? No, of course he's not. Well, yes he is, according to the former City winger Trevor Sinclair. There you go. The Times' Chief Football Correspondent Henry Winter thinks Kane should show more respect to the manager and the club. But it's back to O'Hara and why City must sign Kane.
2: If they don't get Kane, they don't win the Premier League. Everyone else is is now caught up with them. You can't get away with not having a proper number nine up front. It, you could see it yesterday. They weren't good enough. They need to sign Harry Kane. Disappointing for us in Spurs if he does go, I'll be gutted. You can see that Spurs can cope without him. We can cope without Harry Kane. Spurs are bigger than Harry Kane. So if he goes, the club will move on, we'll spend the money and we'll move on from the situation. I think there's a risk, not only of him damaging his legacy at
1: Tottenham Hotspur, but the fans actually turning against him. Oh. If he doesn't start conducting himself in the right way, yeah. I mean, the media stuff, the release of the Statement and not turning up and a misunderstanding and you know it was an it's it's absolutely woeful and it stinks and you know I think Tottenham and um, Harry Kane have been damaged by the whole spectacle and they they need to sort it out but 160 million not for me.
2: I'm disappointed with Kane because you look at the European Championship finalists, the, the England players, the England starting 11, and you look at the players who played at the weekends, who were presumably tired, but they had the break. They make sure wherever they went, they came back, did their isolation, quarantine, whatever they had to do, got back into training. And Kane didn't. I think as the England captain, and I know we, we do tend to scrutinise the England captain intensely, Beckham, Rooney and all that. I just think Harry Kane has a, a slight duty to behave in a certain way. I think he needs to show a little bit more respect to Nuno and to the Tottenham fans
1: and Harry Kane has done it in the 88th minute he scores his 150th Premier League
0: goal Bruno, I am the greatest player in the world, Fernandez scored an opening day hat-trick as Man United smashed Leeds United aside. However, Simon Jordan is unsure if Solskjaer will win anything. Oh, excuse me. Oh, i was just getting bored of saying that. Will win anything this season. And Danny Murphy, the former Liverpool midfielder, didn't see anything that made him think United will be champions come in. Oh, there's a surprise. Let's not forget, last season when they played the big teams, what did they do? They went pragmatic, played defensive, yeah. and got how many nil-nils and one-ones? because he knew by playing that way against the big boys and the, the teams with equal quality, they'd mm. get done. I don't think United will win the title.
2: And Fernandez on a hat-trick. He's in behind here. He shoots into the top corner and scores! It's a hat-trick on the opening day for Bruno Fernandez. This was the mm. perfect game for Manchester United, with all that goes with a Man United-Leeds United game, and all the passion and energy and vitality about it, and a Leeds side that are very brave and play in a certain way. I think Manchester United you know, are a good side. They've got good players. You don't go buy the players that they've bought and not be a good side. When it comes to the business end, when it's the best managers against the best managers, not the first game of the season of all that goes with it, we'll see who wins something and who doesn't. Now, there's nothing to be taken from this game. It's a swallow. It's not a summer. We'll see how they get on. First game of the season, everybody flies out of the blocks. Hmm. Some will get going, some won't.
0: On now to West Ham's coach, Stuart Psycho-Pierce on Jesse Lingard, and how he hopes they can bring the Manchester United midfielder back to the London Stadium. Yeah, we'd like him to come and join us. That's been an open secret. You know, he was wonderful last year. You know, the ball's in Manchester United. court he's contracted with them. We would like him with us, there's no doubt about that. He's a special lad. He was very good around the players. The players really like him. Lingard continues, and that's a brilliant goal from Jesse Lingard, and West Ham double their lead. His ability shone out last year, and he'll give us a great option within our squad. So, you never know, but at this moment in time, he looks as though... He's vying for a place in the United lineup. Now, England's cricketers were unable to hang on to draw the second test with India, who've taken a 1 0 series lead with a 151 run victory at Lords. The tourists secured the win late on day 5, bowling the host out for 120. We'll hear from the former England spinner, Monty Panesar, on press box. But first, skipper Joe Rue. Even after that first hour, felt like we were in command of the game, we were in control of things. Tactically, I don't think I had dealt with that well enough as, as captain. And you know, off the back of it, put us in a a difficult position. So a lot falls on my shoulders. If we do think about Joe being replaced, there isn't a like-for-like replacement at the moment in the team. And because he's been in such tremendous form, he's scored over 1,200 runs already. Mm -hmm. I think they will probably will stick with him. You know, at least till the Ashes. You know, I think it would be a a little bit unfair to think to question his captaincy. But if anything, this morning he got tactically slightly wrong. The England bowlers were a little bit emotionally overwhelmed of thinking. Well, you know, Jimmy got quite a bit of you know bouncers. In the first inning, they thought, right, it's re- retaliation. Let's get, get back at the tail enders rather than just thinking bowl our best ball. And they just completely bowl too short, way too short. And don't forget to check out TalkSports following on podcast for a review of the second test. Yeah, sounded quite important that, didn't it? And rightly so. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening. On the Talks about Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from, I don't really care. Don't forget, of course, to press that subscribe button. Before I go, let me tell you about some shows that are coming your way. 7 p.m. tonight is kickoff with Adrian Durham. Durham is live at Plough Lane for Wimbledon against Chillingham with all the goals as they go in from the night's action in the EFL and the Champions League playoffs. The show actually starts on TalkSport 2 from 6pm, don't you know? Out at 7.45, Mill will take on Fulham in the championships. That's a TalkSport 2 exclusive commentary from Ian Danter and Jamie Mackey. I'm back today on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show, where I am every single week now, Tuesday to Friday from 4. I'll be alongside the Romford Pele from 4pm. Didn't say who that is. Anyway... There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day in a bubble. Be safe, everyone. Four o'clock today, don't forget. Be safe.
1: That was a podcast from TalkSport.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods